Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, I am joined by Steven and Benny. He is back from Colorado, back from his job interview. Good luck to him. I hope it all went well. Uh, it sounds like it did, but we wait and see. Um, we discuss a lot of basketball this episode. We talk about the MVP candidates, uh, who we think is going to win. We also talk about likely trade destinations for Bradley Beal. It does not seem like he has much time left in Washington because that franchise is 4-12 and and he's averaging 35 a game. And uh, I, I assume that there's going to be a large haul for him from many, many suitors, such as the Nuggets, the Sixers, the Suns, the Mavs, uh, anybody, honestly, anybody can use Bradley Beal. Um, and then we also talk about the atrocious, the atrocious Nets defense and what they can do to fix that. But first, we talk about Matthew Stafford and uh, his departure from Detroit to the Rams. Where does this put them in the NFL uh, futures bets for next season? Are they the favorite? Are they rightfully the favorite? How? how what's what's the success or failure based on that trade? Um, and yeah, it's a good episode. We are going to be back on Wednesday or Thursday morning with our Super Bowl preview extravaganza where we talk about all of that. That is going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be a long episode. This is kind of a long episode because we haven't talked basketball much. Um, but before I get into it and before I bring Benny and Steve on, I discuss this at the end of the episode, but I wanted to put it at the front. Um, so Chad Wheeler, uh, Seahawks backup, I think right tackle or left tackle. He didn't play much this year. Uh, he beat the shit out of his girlfriend and he is now never going to play in the NFL again and likely serve time in prison, rightfully so on all fronts. Um, everybody in, in the NFL media spoke out about this, and I was happy to see. It was something that, that usually does not happen. But uh, here's the problem. is As Chad Wheeler is never going to play it down in the NFL again, we have playing on Sunday people with multiple, multiple um, allegations and convictions about beating the shit out of their significant other, uh, including one of the top two or three wide receivers in the NFL, Tyreek Hill. And I just ask everybody that condemns uh, Chad Wheeler's uh, actions also do the same with Tyreek Hill. There needs to be a zero tolerance policy in the NFL. And as long as we don't do this and we keep using double standards based on the performance on field comparative to the actions that they take, um, we'll never actually solve this. Domestic violence is huge. It's not just in sports. It's across the every single profession. But the difference is, is that these players are making hundreds of thousands, millions, tens of millions of dollars, and the punishment is only as severe as their performance is. If you're bad at football and you beat up your girlfriend— you're not going to be playing football again. But if you are one of these elite level pro bowl, all pro caliber players, and you do the same thing, there's a better chance than not that you'll be back playing on Sundays because your performance outweighs your bad actions. And you're able to quote unquote, rehabilitate yourself and, you know, show remorse for your actions. But the NFL needs to have a zero tolerance policy. Enough is enough. We see this all too often. And subpar players are given a de facto banishment from the league, whereas good players are only suspended for, you know, six games or or four games, and then they're back playing like nothing happened, making millions of dollars. It really is enough. So hopefully going forward in this offseason, the NFL and Goodell makes uh, legitimate commitments to stopping this from happening going forward. And if you do do it, you should not be allowed to play it down and profit off of this sport ever again. It's seriously not that hard. So I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer on this on this intro. It just is a something terrible has happened. And uh, I'm happy that everybody is speaking out against it. But let's speak about let's speak out against it when 
all pros are doing it because it's happening not just with bad players, but good players as well. And those players aren't getting punished. So, okay. I talk about that at the end of this podcast too. I just thought I should add that in the intro. It's a long intro. My apologies. Uh, it's just uh, something I'm very passionate about because so, um, yeah, without further ado, here is Benny. Welcome back from Colorado, my friend and Steven. Hello, Benny and Steve. Did you hear that? Benny is back. He is back. <coughs> yep, that's his smoker's cough. Remember, we said that he was, uh, he was he couldn't he couldn't be on the pod last week. He was chain smoking cigarettes. So as you hear, that's his. Did you did you listen to the last episode, Benny? Nope, I'm deaf now as well. So I, I'm re- I'm reading How'd lips on the I'm reading lips on the Zoom right now. He has closed captions on Zoom. Oh wow! Oh, yeah, I forgot. The, yeah. yeah, they have that. They have that ability now. Zoom is a, a hell of a company. I'm reading good stock. Lips. Zoom is a good stock. So is GameStop, right? You you buying GameStop tomorrow, Benny? You getting nope. in on the action? Nope. nope. Doge Doge to the moon on Monday though. Am I right? Let's go. Okay. Uh, let's not go. Let's 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 halt take off right now. Don't get people into memes. Uh, yeah, okay. hey, let, let, let's influence as many people as we can. Anybody who's listening, go buy Doge. Uh, yeah. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Go buy Doge. Everyone, and... everyone, go buy JC Penny stocks. We're going to get a hundred thousand. Yeah. You put your. Get... Yeah. What was the tweet? Uh, put your put your seat trays up. Uh, return <laughs> your seats to the upright position. Uh, we're preparing for takeoff. Well. <laughs> Dogecoin. Uh, okay, so last Fasten last podcast we ranked NFL head coaches. You missed it, Benny. Uh, but we, were, I think, we're all in unanimous agreement. Even if you were here, who we would rank where we where we ranked them. So, uh, fun podcast. But this one, yeah, Dan Campbell number one, and the man. <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk about him. Dan get Dan get some uh, some podcast time. We need to get him on the pod. Um, <laughs> big news. We were gonna do all basketball today, but big news happened. Um, the Rams traded jared goff to a 2022 and a 2023 first round pick picks sorry and then a third rounder for matthew stafford uh the greatest detroit lions quarterback in nfl in their franchise history and probably a top three player i would say it's sanders calvin johnson stafford so um he is leaving the city of detroit and coming to la and you have Jared Goff, a what California a kid, going going to Detroit. Jared Goff needed a wellness check last night, right? We all we all agree with that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Imagine <laughs> going from LA the police to his house. <laughs> yeah, that 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 was probably a show, a show shock to him. So he'll probably have the second biggest house next to the Ford family in Detroit. <laughs> probably his contract's massive. Um, let's dissect the Stafford trade a little bit. Um, I think. And I know you disagree, Benny, but I think that the Rams clearly won this. Um, they haven't had a first-round pick since they drafted Jared Goff, and in that time period, they have built the I think the most complete roster in the league. Uh, they have, you know, by far they had the best defense this year by by quite a large margin. I would say um, a really really good front four with that can rotate out every single one of those players, except for Aaron Donald, uh, decent linebackers, and then a phenomenal secondary, obviously headed by Jalen Ramsey. And then the offense has weapons. They have Woods, Bobby Trees. They have 
Cooper Cup. I think they're going to have they're going to be able to bring in Kenny Galladay if they want. I've been hearing those rumors that they're going to go after him because Stafford likes be, him. Uh, that they, would be an insane three. <laughs> they do need to flex the cap a little bit. They're thirty eight million oh, and gosh. and and uh, they're thirty eight million dollars in the hole going into next year. But obviously restructuring um, and cutting. Um, dead uh, cutting old players and stuff will will probably help them get cutting dead players the dead cat yeah. i was gonna say they got, they got a lot of dead players on their team killing <laughs> players they probably need to cut the <laughs> you dead don't gotta players. pay them if they're dead nah, you just, gotta just hire the mob stay, stays in stays in the cap though um and i think that this getting stafford they they are the epitome of a team that was a qb away and i actually like golf a little bit i don't think golf's as bad as as some people do he's showing you know signs of being the number one overall pick and then he's showing signs of being very stinky and so uh when you get stinky golf it's a it's a death sentence to the team and uh now they got a guy that has been consistent in his uh in in his uh career as a quarterback and now he's leaving one of the most dysfunctional organizations and coming to probably a top three um offensive minded head coach who calls an offense that is you know nothing short than revolutionary in terms of uh in terms of what we've seen in the nfl and a lot of people have mimicked him i love this trade for la i think that that puts them easily as one of the front runners in the nfc going into next year it's it's just a matter of if uh of if they stay healthy right i think that we we see that year over year one team gets snake bit by injuries this year with san francisco um if LA stays health healthy relative to what they were this year, I don't see why they aren't the representative of the NFC in the Super Bowl next year. Now I'm going to pick the Bucks if Brady's on the team still, just just so you guys know. But uh, but I'm telling you, like this, is, I can see I can see this happening. I really like this trade. So enough of me gargling everything and speaking so much, Benny. Yes. Take the other side. Tell me why you think the Lions won the trade. I know you All like right. that they got Stafford, but give it to give it to me. Yes, I like the. Uh... The Rams got Stafford. You're right. They're a quarterback away. But I think that the Lions won the trade because I don't think, although Stafford is an upgrade over Goff, you, if you're the Lions, it's not that big of a downgrade. You're going to get a top 10 quarterback for eight weeks out of the year. Right, Steven? <laughs> yep. That's uh, how my math works out. On the yep. Golf, you're going to get a radar. bottom, you're going to get a bottom 10 quarterback, maybe bottom five, the other eight, maybe, maybe the worst quarterback in the league, the other eight. Oh, we don't know. But not quite the worst. Not quite. Not yeah. Not quite the worst. But um, no. And and although you know it's very expensive, it's a team that's not gonna be competing right away. So um, it definitely fits the plan. Like, Goff's still young. Maybe maybe he uh, with a change of scenery and a new offense, maybe he maybe he thrives. You know, he was he was a number one overall pick. They they just picked up a former number number one overall pick uh, quarterback, franchise QB, uh, and and some picks in the process. They're not. They're not looking to compete right away anyway, so the cap isn't that big of a deal, I feel like. Um, but that's why I think they won the tr- won the trade. Just just looking at you know, just looking at the trade. I know Sterling likes to argue that the Lions will probably squander those picks. They might. Yeah, they je- uh, drafted Jeff Okuda third overall this year. And you he, can't I assume that. Much. But you can't just assume that, right? Like, I think the value um, it checks out for the Lions. I agree on the value standpoint. I do. I think that if you're going straight value, that that what they got back was was quite a quite a huge haul for for Stafford. They get the quarterback that 
you know, is actually a startable quarterback. We can make fun of him being stinky all the time, but he, he is a, he is a NFL level quarterback. It's not like they have to just dig in the draft. They, they can find their franchise guy in the future. Um, the picks are important. Uh, I just think that what you're looking at, you're looking at, I think it's an even trade. Actually. The reason I say the Rams yeah. won is because I think the Rams are going to contend for a Super Bowl in the next two years is, is what, is what the goal is. Right. And yeah, I could, you could say that I can be speculating that the that the Lions will draft bad with those picks. And I'm just looking right now of their last five years. Here's their first-round picks. Lincoln Tomlinson, guard out of Duke. Taylor Decker, tackle out of Ohio State. I do not know if either of those guys are still on the team. That Their first-round picks, offensive linemen, they obviously haven't been spectacular. Um, Jared Davis, I have no clue who that is. Linebacker? Gerard. Yeah, linebacker from Florida. I actually do not know who that is. Frank Ragnow, who's a good center. He is he is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last two years, it was Jeff Okuda. Jury's still out on him, but they picked him third. You can look at who was picked after him, and you know you can see that they probably should have taken Herbert there if they had any inclination that it was going to be that it was going to be Stafford like his final season. I guess they probably didn't, but Okuda really didn't play much and wasting a third the third overall pick on a corner that didn't get much plays is not not the best and then the year before was tj hawkinson a good tight end but they drafted him eighth overall yeah. that's that's a bit of a reach great. yeah great tight end um yeah. but i'm not but again this is going in the future who knows how they're going to pick i agree with you that the that the haul they got back was good and they are in a rebuild mode golf you said maybe he can get under a new offense i uh, if they're not good at mcveigh's offense yeah, if you're, not, if you're not like stellar in McVay's offense, what do we expect him to do? I know that Lewitt. Uh, yeah, but maybe Lewis. maybe it's maybe it's the maybe it's a case where uh, McVay's offense. Yeah, it's it's a good scheme and everything, but maybe like McVay didn't have the trust in him to you know open it up all the way. Maybe maybe in Detroit, it's like <laughs> they they have no you know fear of just unleashing. Of the They're just like you know what, screw it. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna see what Goff has. Let him sling it around a lot. I like you it. Know? I like that yeah. idea. I will I, say this: nothing to lose. They got nothing to lose. So. Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones are both free agents. They're both likely to leave. I I don't know. I mean, what what pick do they have this year? I think they have to draft a receiver in the first round, right? Like they're gonna they're gonna be. Yeah. I I don't think they're gonna be able to replace that production unless they give. I mean, there's Rex out. Just like last year, there's actually like four insane wide receivers so it's a good year to draft a wide receiver yeah this year's wide receiver draft you have waddle as the third probably third best but then you got devon smith and uh, uh and chase jamar chase so yeah. you have you have two talent. you have two like what, amazing, what about the guy just from, like last year uh, what about the guy from florida what's his name Kadarius tony yeah, yeah. Do, do, that do guy's good too. like there's like there's like three stellar ones there's three really good ones and then there's like a bunch of just okay ones you'll probably get in the second and third round yeah, it seems kind of like, like KJ Hamler last year for the Broncos. Like he wasn't like not a high pick, but he's still really good. It seems like um, it seems like wide receivers are getting much more skilled coming into the league. And uh, oh yeah, there's so I'm, many of them. It's like I feel like um, you. It's gonna turn into running back. That's why I've talked about this to you. It's like I feel like the the most interchangeable positions are the skill positions, like running back and receivers. You know, like I feel like. The, yeah, because the quarterback play is getting so good that yeah. quarterbacks are just diming it into everybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I I like this trade. I like where Stafford ended up. 
Uh, Steven, did you have anything to add? Sorry, I didn't come to you quicker. I feel like uh, no, I just think the, the Stafford's going to do amazing this year. He's got a better line. He's got better weapons. I think he's going to fantasy outlook. It's looking good for uh, Cuff and Woods again. Bobby Trees. Uh, question. Do you think that this impacts the return on a potential Watson trade? I don't. I'll answer no. I, I don't because I think yeah. they gave the extra first rounder because the Lions were also taking on Goff. Right, that yeah. huge contract. So I do. I well, think. I think. I saw a thing too that, that Houston tweeted out. Not like like an insider from Houston tweeted out that they're still that this had no impact on what they're looking for. They still want the picks they want, and they want two startable defensive people. Well, if quick quick pivot to that, he's not going to get moved. They're not going to trade him. I I think that uh, he's killing his value by saying he's going to pick the teams, and if he doesn't widen the scope and say like I'll go to like. 15 teams it's going to be a bidding war that each team is not going to give up enough and also uh he signed the five-year contract he might hold out he might hold out next season okay i, I if you're houston uh he'll still have that value next off season right yeah he's so, so I mean, young that it's like he could sit for two years and his value yeah, is still probably value. there so i don't think that they need to be forced uh to trade him and it seems like they're steadfast at keeping him the other qbs that are up in the air rogers we talked about uh he that's not going to happen he's going to stay i know that la la there was a report that they tried to trade for rogers the rams before moving to stafford and they contacted green bay and green bay said no we're not trading them damn so, um but that was all smoke and mirrors by green bay <laughs> well it was one one comment by rogers post game and he, he changed it the next day with on pat mcafee's show he said like i i intend to be back here so i think he just got misconstrued which often happens when these yeah. players do their interviews post-game. hey pat mcafee's yeah. show is electric by the way pretty good so almost oh, yeah. as good as backseat quarterbacks almost yeah. as good yeah i agree i feel like they literally film like all day like for like game? six hours straight yeah <laughs> game recognized games certainly right yeah i give him his respect almost as good um and then <laughs> then finally there's there's a few others there's garoppolo there is darnold if obviously if the jets uh get deshaun uh there are cam i don't know how valuable he is anymore Jameis, it's going to be it looks like it's going to be a little more tame than what we thought uh i am expecting the 49ers to get a new quarterback though so uh jimmy g back to new england would be my my preferred thing but wow so so you're bring him home you're okay you're you're predicting are you predicting then at patriots and no how would that work two separate deals is that what you're saying I have no clue how it will work. It just seems from uh, one of my Tyler Roach, an old an old sports with Sterling. Your sources, uh, an old sports yeah, with Sterling. That's a good source all the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. he he follows all these 49ers insiders, and we've been talking, and they're saying it's pretty much a given. Jimmy G's out because um, they they they're also a great quarterback away from. Damn. I think I think Garoppolo is a bit better than Goff personally. Porn star Jimmy. Yeah, porn star Jimmy. I think Garoppolo is actually a pretty good quarterback it's his health that that limits him because he keeps getting not that he is like <laughs> has any bad disease but he keeps getting, twisting his ankle or getting his knee banged up he keeps eating out he keeps eating fast food too much and smoking <laughs> heaters <laughs> and dating porn stars it's his lifestyle it's porn star Jim, he is one of the most uh we talk about tom brady J- jimmy g must is the most attractive quarterback right we're in agreement with that he's the most what, handsome what? quarterback yeah yeah that, that, that's what that's how bill belichick drafts quarterbacks yeah. Yeah, Stidham. Stidham is a. It's a. It's a chin line. 
What's yeah, the draw line look like? They're in the they're in the draft room. They're in the draft room. It's just the, all these quarterbacks' pictures up on the wall, and, and and Bill's like, he's got the look. That that's the guy. <laughs> that's the one. That's the that's one. our guy. Um, yeah, I think I think Jimmy is probably done in San Francisco. If he goes to the Pats or if he goes to the team like the Bears or something, I wouldn't be surprised. I would like him back in New England. That would be my 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 favorite spot or my favorite person New England can come bring in. That's that's reasonable. But uh, if not with the 15th pick, I would be, I would be happy. I'm not saying that they're going to do this or I think they're going to do this, but Mac Jones, I think Mac Jones will be a good player. A lot of people are saying that right now. Yeah. I've seen that. I just don't know if they're going to draft a QB. Yeah. Everyone's always high on them drafting a QB and they never do it. Yeah. They never do. Um, Oh, final Stafford tidbit. He said he'd go anywhere except for new England. Um, New England called about him. I guess he didn't want to go to New England because guess who's back on their staff? Matt Patricia. Patricia. He uh, hates Matt Patricia what? so goddamn much. Damn. Matt Patricia will never get another head coaching job in the NFL. His entire team hated him at the end of it. So. He blocked the trade to the Patriots because Patricia is back with them. <laughs> yeah, he said that's the only place he didn't want to go. So, so he went uh, with that. crazy. <laughs> Anywhere else. And I mean, there's also, I mean, there's a lot of teams that need quarterbacks, right? Your team, Steve Denver does. Uh, maybe yeah, I was probably... hoping we were going to get him, but we didn't have anyone like golf to trade. They're probably going to keep, I think they're going to keep lock next season. Like run. That's what all my insider people are saying, which I, and and they all hate it too. Just as me. (laughs) Unfortunate. Um, Okay. Any more? How are you guys leaning for the Super Bowl? We're going to do the big Super Bowl preview on Wednesday. So I gut is telling me the chiefs, but my heart is telling me Tom Brady. Steve. Yeah. My, my head's telling me the Chiefs, and uh, my heart's telling me Chiefs too. Okay. <laughs> what about I, uh, your What about your southern Southern head? <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Uh, it's also <laughs> telling me the Chiefs. <laughs> my uh, you had to check. You had to check with it real quick. Ask. ask uh, I had to open it up real quick. <laughs> I, I. This is. This is. Uh, I'm. I'm actually optimistic in Tampa's chances here. I think that this team is a lot different than how they looked when they played, you know, in week 12 or 13, that wasn't that long ago, but it seems like forever ago. And it does. my, my emotions are going to be all over the place for the next couple of days as I get we'll ready for this a... game. And um, I am cautiously optimistic about the bucks though. I think that defensive line is, is great. And uh, if they can pressure Mahomes. Mahomes is great under pressure because he takes 12, 12, uh, you know, 12 step dropbacks, but the key is to not let him break contain. And every team tries to do that. Not many teams are successful, but I am, I'm actually thinking the bucks. I don't think Brady came this far to only go this far, you know? So that, that, that's how I'm looking been, at it. Been there, done that. Yeah. We'll do a, we'll do a live backseat quarterbacks, all of us in the same place. Oh my <laughs> God. I can't, I, I will tell you this on that game. I will be on Twitter a bit, like angry, angry tweeting. Like I am every single game with the Pats or with Tom Brady, but I am not going to really be looking at my phone much. It's just going to be after each big play. I'm going to be like, fuck yeah. Or I'm going to be like, what when, the hell refs? I'm going to blame the refs yeah. a lot. I blame the refs every game I, a lot. They get a lot of the, the one Super Bowl I've seen with you. It was just you like pacing around and like, your mom showed me all the holes in the wall you punched after a different Super Bowls. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Here's what happened. I think I've explained no. it before. You told the story for you. Don't tell it again. Well, Benny needs to hear it. And people we get a lot more listeners now. We've been doing very well. I'm very happy about this. Uh Benny, Seahawks Super Bowl. When Doug Baldwin pooped the football. You need to be sedated. 
during I, I do. Super Bowls. Uh, but yeah. Benny, when the Seahawks, when Doug Baldwin pooped the football, I punched my my wall really hard and uh, I left a dent in it. I didn't punch a hole in it. <laughs> and, um, obviously, what happened in that game? The greatest, the greatest, my favorite game of all time, Malcolm Butler. <laughs> greatest moment of my life. I say I can't, I cannot explain that enough. Um, but yes, yeah. w- watching it's a, these football, it's a sore spot for me for sure. Sorry, Benny. Watching these games, yeah, I just pace around. Was that the Rams one, Stephen? The most boring Super Bowl in, <laughs> in modern history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that yeah, was that, one. that was a very boring Super Bowl. I thought you'd like it, Benny. Aren't you? Aren't you a football truther? You love you love good hard nose football. Hard nose, hard nose, good defense, defensive battle. Yeah, yeah. Defend every blade of grass, oh. nose to the grindstone. Exactly, exactly. It's a hell of a game. That passed to Gronk. You know, I don't know. I think you were there, Stephen. That passed to Gronk. That made me yeah. very excited. <laughs> I was there. I was there the whole time. I'm like Zach. Zach was there for like 15 minutes. Yeah, Zach's an ass. Um, but okay, <laughs> the Super Bowl, of course, is going to be very pressure pressurized because um, obviously I'm not a big fan of Apostle Pat. And uh, I mean, I think if Brady gets to seven, I think six is already unattainable. But if he gets to seven, it's even more. It's over. Oh, yeah. do you agree with the Tony Romo take that uh, if Mahomes doesn't win this, he can never catch Brady? yeah yeah i mean i don't think he's gonna catch brady even if he wins it but um yeah of course i mean this is a a, you know a double-edged sword right if brady wins it he gains another one and he prevents mahomes from getting another one so i mean it's gonna you can't mahomes is probably gonna win i will never i don't think we'll ever see anyone in our lifetime win four yeah i think four is like the pinnacle maybe we get one person and it might be mahomes but um if mahomes wins four my goat no no. <laughs> well, if Brady, if I mean, if 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 the Bucks win this one, this road to the Super Bowl is going to be the the probably the best ever, right? It's you three games on the road. Uh, two of those are against like two of your rivals of age. Obviously, Breeze is washed up, but Rogers, and then they would be like the you know the Gophers, the kid, the baby goat. <laughs> so, so. And then uh, and then one of them was a team that shouldn't have been in the playoffs. <laughs> no, Washington has good defense. Don't underestimate them. They'll be good next year. They Heineke? also need a quarterback. Yeah, and Heineke probably played the best out of any of the quarterbacks they've played thus far, right? He played better than Breeze, and I mean it's it's comparable with Rodgers if you look at the numbers yeah. of it. It's not like it's not yeah. like Rodgers lit it up. I really like this Bucks defense. I mean, I think the Bucks are a better team. I think Mahomes is a cheat code, and when you're looking at it like that, it's like, are you picking the cheat code or do you think they can overcome? So it's gonna be fun. We will do the big preview extravaganza on Wednesday night. So be ready. We're gonna do prop bets and everything. So oh, uh, kind of like what we did last year, me and you. Yeah. Before you ghost, Finny, make sure you pay this week so you can get all your prop bets in. You gotta gotta get one Hell more. Hell no. Okay, he's ghosting. Um, <laughs> maybe Cas- Casper's out. well okay we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna do what this episode is intended to be which is a lot of basketball we have a couple of topics that we're gonna touch it's been a good season we're a quarter of the way through already so we'll be right back uh benny go 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 to your smoke break my friend well this is the first break of the podcast it's a long podcast but you know what i can't stop drinking that's right coors light silver bullets them good ones drink it up back to the pot they're playing back Basketball, we love that basketball. Give me a beat. 
Yeah, basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. I keep it so fresh on the microphone. I like no interruption when the game is on. I like slam dunk. Take me to the hoop. My favorite play is the alley-oop. I like the pick and roll. I like the give and go. This is basketball. Bow wow. Let's go. We're playing basketball. Steven. Okay. Basketball. Come on, I'm passing it along. Passing it on. <laughs> I don't know the rest of the song. Sterling, what do you got? We're playing I basketball. Think all, I think that's all they play in the movie. Is that much? <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that brilliant intro, Vinny. Yeah. Your hey, idea. That, that's the new intro uh, for all the basketball segments. Okay, I'm gonna need you to record that separately so I can I can cut that out. Per, uh, I'll, I'll get I'll get you permanently. Um, okay. So to start I'm sorry. off, I'm sorry, everybody's ears. No, that was amazing. I, I don't want you ever. No, I loved it. Thank you. Just did. Um, Thank you very much. The Nets defense is probably should be the story of the NBA this season. Um, they're 13 and nine. They have their big three. I'm going to just give you, geez, it's not looking great for their defense though. And this is a team that, you know, it's finals or bust, but when they acquired James Harden, was it, it was January, right? It was in, it was in January, correct? Yeah. 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 I don't know what date, but I'm just going to go here. Here's some points that they've given up. They gave up 102 to the Magic on the 16th. They gave up 123 to the Bucks. They gave up 147 to the Cavs, then 125 to the Cavs on back-to-back losses to the Cavs. Not good. 124 to the Heat without Jimmy Butler. Um, 85 to the Heat. That's better. Then 128 to the Hawks. 125 to the Thunder. And today, 149 Damn. in regulation to wow. the to the were three and 12 wizards um including one of the most epic collapses of all time that i can't even really describe to you You would have to watch it to to really understand how bad it was uh up five with like 15 seconds right up five was like six seconds yeah Yeah, bradley bill and russell westbrook both delivered daggers (laughs) yeah Yeah. within two seconds of each other yeah that was that was uh fun to watch but it was uh, tough to watch if you're if you're a Nets fan. I'd be um, so pissed if I had money on the Nets there. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like our like our buddy Brandon did. Uh, the Nets. There's going to be a lot of moves to be made, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say this: if they do not get a defensive anchor, which I do not think they have the ability to get. I mean, they can get a defensive big man like Drummond through buyouts and stuff, but they. It's not just that they don't have a defensive big man. It's that Harden, Kyrie and KD are all lackluster defensive players. Joe Harris can't guard anybody. And that's four of your five closers. And so they're hoping, and I said this after they traded for Harden, they're hoping they can outscore people, which they can because they have Harden, KD, and Kyrie. But uh, you're giving up 149 points to a team that is 3-12, and 12, okay? You're giving up 150 points to the Cavs, who... I mean, Colin Sexton's been amazing, and that's pretty much it. That's their only guy. And anybody else that says it, we, we, Drummond, right? We just brought up Drummond. Drummond might be a net by the time that the buyouts happen or the trade deadline or whatever whatever methodology they can use to get him. He sucks, right? Do, do, does any of us think that Drummond is the answer there? Um, do you, Steve? Do you, Benny? <laughs> I think you get Drummond. That'd be, that'd be huge because I think that – They don't have a center right now. Yeah, uh, the, like I said, the guy that they're playing behind DeAndre Jordan is is Reg, Reggie Perry. I think he's like undrafted guy at a – I don't know where. Sorry, Reggie. I don't know where he's from. Um, Reggie Perry. Okay, you got to have some respect, man. You're going to really say that to him? 
Yeah, he went to Eastern Northern Michigan. You don't know this where he's Mississippi <laughs> State. Okay, he is 20. I want you to look up Reggie Perry right 20? now. Go ahead, look at his Wikipedia. I know he's a, he's a big guy. He looks like Greg Oden. No way. He plays like Greg Oden. Okay, tell your cat to shut up. <laughs> Dude, he kind of does look like uh He's 20. He's four years younger than all of us. I see what you're talking about, that picture. He looks like he's 35 at least. Yeah. Um, and uh, wow. he's got that mustache going on. Okay, he looks younger without the stash. The yeah, stash ages a man. The stash ages a man very quickly. Yeah. Twenty. You see my yeah. stash that I'm that I'm representing. Look at on this he looks forty. Yeah, Sterling. Uh, <laughs> he goes from four to twenty-four. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I have a baby face where I'm an old man. Um, so, yeah, I guess Drummond does help, but it's. I don't think Perry is like the reason that the defense sucks. It's it's not that they're not getting killed inside unless they play Embiid or Davis. They're getting killed everywhere. It's just that they can't defend anybody. Yeah, is, they're getting killed up and down the court. Yeah, it's just the uh, you know basketball is my favorite sport. <laughs> I <laughs> I just good got, one, Steven. I don't I don't know <laughs> I don't know what they can do to really change this. And this is why I said they shouldn't have made the trade in the first place. I think the trade they didn't really need Harden. And when they got the when they got Harden, I said I was wrong. I said I think Kyrie's not playing the rest of this year, so it's an insurance on KD, so they can have him. Obviously, Kyrie came back, um, but still, they have no their their depth is killed, and I don't think that they're going to win the East, right? And if they don't win the East, it's a massive. We talked about the Rams, right? The Rams need to win a Super Bowl or else this is or make a Super Bowl or else this is a failed trade. If the if the Nets don't win the East the next two years and they stay relatively healthy, what is that? That's got to be the worst trade in the history of basketball, right? Maybe not that uh, bad. That's pretty bad. Hey Maybe man, not that I bad. Told, I told you this uh, when they did that trade, right? You said don't compare it to that old net, that Nets trade uh, uh, for Paul Pierce, right? It was a little different. That that was a worse trade. So you just cited a, a trade that was worse. That was definitely a worse trade, yeah. But you, you said not to compare them. I mean, if they don't win anything, it's – comparable i guess yeah exactly i guess yeah um yeah, same outcome <laughs> zero exactly yeah. and i don't think they're winning zero anything. championships and minus six picks do, do you guys do you guys have any solution for the nets defensive problems is it really just getting drummond and that that'll fix it all or do you think that this is a team that's going to be bound to give up 115 points a game on a good night this is it, it's got this has to be on them but it's probably on coaching too they're just used to having these all-star caliber players and they're yeah. not trying to teach them any defense or any Yeah, well, the thing is, is like Steve Nash, first-year coach, and then Dan Tony also there, who, uh, I mean, I don't know much about, obviously, Steve Nash's uh, coaching ability, but uh, I feel like, you know, a more veteran coach, you know, with maybe a little more defensive emphasis would be a lot better serving than yeah. Steve Nash, but... I mean, because they know they know how to play offense very well, obviously, because they're they're still in the game most of the times. It's just they're losing late because of defensive breakdowns. Well, I mean, I do think don't they have a uh, don't they have a defensive guy on the team? Isn't I can't remember who it is. Um, Maybe I'm wrong. I you know I actually don't know if they do have one. I thought they had a, 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 a somebody coach. separate. I thought they had a guy separate from. So basically, what Steve Nash is, Steve Nash is just like the, the manager, thing, right? Yeah, yeah he's the the, yeah. 
he does the time and he's offensive coordinator yeah and i thought they had a guy on defense like that was that was the opposite of dan tony but I was, I, well, they I need to get I'm a new one then. I just looked yeah, they the need to get rid of that awesome. guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but this team is. They're either gonna win the finals because they're all three of them are hot and and never and don't miss, or they're gonna be bounced before they should be bounced. Yeah. I mean, I like the two the, comparables wow, of like that. That was a steaming hot take. <laughs> I, I like the I like the comparable though. <laughs> they're it's either like gonna a... win the finals or they're gonna be bounced before they should be bounced. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna win the finals or they're not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, are they gonna be are they gonna be Golden State where they make everything at will, or are they gonna be the Rockets where they just just can't make shots on a given night? Go for twenty five, yeah. Yeah. Which, I see which more team Rockets are we gonna get? I do too. Because I see a bunch because uh, Golden State could play defense. <laughs> Yeah, Golden State had like the best net defense for one of those or two of those years. Um, God, their defense stinks. That's just impressive to me. Okay, so none of us are uh, none of us have the solution there. I think the solution was probably to keep Jared Allen uh, instead of training him. I know the if solution. I had a if I had a solution, I probably wouldn't be making a podcast about the NBA. You never know. Uh, my, solution, my solution, Sterling. Yeah, trade we're, get, trade we're getting out. We're getting out on the hardwood early in the morning. Okay. Yeah. And we're we're Six chopping our feet. We're chopping our feet. Slapping the floor on the whistle. Tweet. I love defense. Ooh, triple threat. Triple threat. Six a.m. Yeah. every morning on game day two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Until the, until two the, days, every two until, days on game day until we figure it out. It, okay? Until we're until every team is not scoring over 138 on us every night. Yeah. That defense is crazily bad. It's actually not. It's un. It's unama- It's miraculous. It's amazing. This is what we thought would happen, and it actually came true even worse than we could even ever imagine. They just gave up almost 150 points in regulation to a team that had won three games this season. Is Zach Efron playing for the uh, Nets currently? Yeah. I don't not think so. He seems like he could make the roster. You know Zach Efron from uh, High School Musical. Yeah, Troy. You know Zach, yeah, Zach Troy, Efron yeah. from uh, Seventeen again. <laughs> You know Zac Efron from Baywatch, the remake. With the oh, no, that's yeah. not a that's not a basketball film. Sorry, Sterling. Get out. That's a good film. That we were just making Zac Efron films. You know, move out of the way. Seventeen again. Basketball again. Troy Troy's running the point. Hey, Kyrie, I, I you're him. off you're off the ball, buddy. <laughs> I take him. Okay, so get Corbin Blue in here. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know Corbin Blue wasn't in the uh, in holes? You know that wasn't Corbin Blue. No, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know zero? that. You thought you thought zero was Corbin Blue? I did. No. You thought just every Disney Channel star just only did Disney Channel movies. I did. Yeah. Most of them do, don't they? Uh, I mean, yeah. Well, they do recycle the same people around a lot. So. Okay, Corbin Blue's been in a ton of Disney movies, so it makes sense. He was in high school, all the High School Musicals. He was in Jump In. That's a Disney movie. He was in Freestyle. I think that was a Disney movie. I did not see that one. Okay. I don't I do not know. I do not know my Disney movies. But okay. Anyways, yeah, get Troy, get Troy point. Um, let's do let's talk MVP. We're now a quarter of the way, a little over a quarter of the way in. It's gone like a blur. There's four people, four people contending for the most valuable player. Can you tell me their names, Steve? If you had to guess, if you had to make your list of four. Let's see if you're close four. with what I'm saying. Uh, LeBron, mm-hmm. Luca, mm-hmm. Jokic, mm-hmm. and then Embiid. Oh wow, four for four. Yes, sir. That is exactly my four. What about mine? 
Let's hear yours, Vinny. Uh, Brian Scalabrini, Kwame Brown, Delonte West, and Luke Ridenour. Is it not? No, no, it's not. MVP okay, I'm gonna have to meet that him. Aren't playing. <laughs> I, have to, I have to meet him. I just meet he him. He's, a, he's gonna have to unmute himself now. That's a, that's a mute mute stain on him. Okay, he's unmuted himself. What? Uh, <laughs> okay. Hot. You said you wanted hot takes this this episode. Okay, give me a hot take here. Who's your MVP out of those four? Embiid, you Jokic, you could have thrown KD, KD in there or something. I'm not throwing Katie in there. You know what? I'm just saying for like a hotter take, you know? Yeah. You could. Mm, hot take. Or Steph Curry or Giannis. Give me Embiid. You know, I. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's probably the favorite right now on betting markets. <laughs> so... LeBron actually is. I think. Is LeBron? Okay. Well, that, that that's not Are a bad you really take. I'm really confident, I... though, that co- coming into the season, who, you know. I said Jokic. Yeah, but but no, but Embiid was the one guy that none of us would have said. Yeah, I think so. Here we'll do case for each of them. Embiid. If Embiid stays healthy and the Sixers keep balling like they are playing, they will win the East and they'll be the one seed. And he's putting up some amazing numbers. His big problem is always staying on the court, right? You look at his history of games played. He he usually is playing in like seventy five percent of games. I feel like he'll have to play in more to to win the MVP. We're getting tired, right? Like and just breaking down towards the end of the year kind of uh you, i mean usually there's like freak injuries too like a like you know back strain or some something yeah. i i don't i hope that doesn't happen but that's the case against him his season so far though he's averaging 28 and 11 i think with uh with with the 1.5 or so blocks he's shooting 54 percent, 40 percent from three um and he's been him and Jokic have been the two best big men, right? By by quite by quite a large margin yeah. over Davis this year. So um, I I love what Embiid's doing. They're the one seed in the East right now. Uh, the case against him is again like the health. If he stays healthy, I changed I, my mind already. Yeah, I got I got you changing your mind. <laughs> yeah, no, I just thought about it. I changed my mind already. Okay, who who what you got now? It's it's Jokic. Okay. If if he averages a triple double as a seven footer, they're gonna they're gonna give it to him. Yeah, I don't think he's an average of triple double. He's down to eight point six assists. So that's a pretty I mean that if he's he's in a pro he's an average, you know, twenty five, ten and nine, right? If that yeah. like that's the that's the uh, the bear case for him. Uh right now he's averaging twenty six almost twenty seven. He's shooting fifty fifty seven percent, thirty eight percent from three, um, twelve rebounds, eight point six assists. And this today against the against the jazz who have won 11 straight i think um he put up 47 and 12 so against gobert too who is supposed to be the best defensive player in the league right yeah. like that's who was guarding him primarily jokic makes no sense he's like he's like the um i don't know how i was gonna say it. he's basically like a one of a kind right there's definitely not another jokic out there he's just a, he's an out of shape guy who <laughs> has progressively got much better at basketball every single year. You look at his, you look at his career. It's like, he's after LeBron, probably the best passer in the NBA. Right. Is there a big guy that you can ever remember passing this well? Uh, No, because generally it was like a a two guard that was known for insane passing or sometimes a small forward, but someone like LeBron was like the first guy where I was like, this big guy can just sling it wherever he wants. And now Jokic, is like the he's like he does crazy passes like 
effort he just throws it in he does crazy passes all the time i like watching him play i watch a lot of nuggets he's so smooth he's so smooth people people have compared him to kevin McHale as a big man that can pass i again i'm not 57 years old my mustache might (laughs) yeah i am but i have not seen kevin McHale play that much and so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go default here and say jokic is a lot better than kevin McHale. yeah (laughs) uh yeah jokic has been amazing and this jazz team we're gonna talk about um potential trades involving a certain superstar averaging like 35 points a game um later this jazz team probably should go for them because i think that they are uh a legit number two not a shit but a number two uh player behind jokic away from being uh from being contending against the lakers and i think that i think a lot of people thought it was going to be murray and jamal murray's just too inconsistent and i think that if they can if they can get the who we're going to talk about later that would be huge so are you t- are you saying the Nuggets or the Jazz should go after? Bradley I'm saying Bill? the Nuggets. Nuggets go after okay. Beal, and we'll yeah, talk about all the. They, they probably both should. They, they both should, but the Jazz don't have any, enough to get to get them. Yeah, and I think their cap is kind of in a different position. What do you think the Nuggets would send uh, to the Wizards? It have to be it have to be probably Murray and like three first rounders or Michael Porter, Bull Bull, and like four first rounders, something like that. Yeah. Uh, but we're, we're that gonna, would be more worth it. <laughs> I, I know. I, I mean, Michael Porter is uh, is, pre- is pretty good, yeah. uh, and he has potential. So maybe they'd want to give up. Maybe they, they probably would want to give up Murray before they give up Porter. But okay, we're going to talk about that later. Next is Luca. Luca is just amazing. Like it's there's really it's in, it's insane that he's he's way younger than us, and he's a top five player in basketball. He's averaging 47 percent from the field. He's shooting only 29 or 30% from three, nine rebounds, nine assists. Um, if he shoots only, is there a cop going somewhere? Is that, is no. that around you, Steven? No, there's no cops. No, I don't know. I don't know what the sound I'm hearing is. It sounded like a siren. Did you hear that, Benny? I did. It was definitely Steven. Cause as soon as he muted it, it stopped. Don't know what that was, Steve. Don't be BSing. Uh, <laughs> they're coming for you, Steve. They're coming no for you. Cops. Um, Luca, here's the case against Luca. His team sucks, right? He's not going to win if the Mavs don't get better. Now, I think the Mavs will get better, but that's been the surprise of the season is how, um, how uh, you know, they're eight and 12, you know, and Luca's been putting up amazing numbers, but Porzingis hasn't played the whole season. And when he's been back, he's still, he hasn't looked great. That's just sim- simply put. Yeah. Eight. Porzingis looks terrible. Yeah. And, uh, I, I would say there's a good chance that he'll never get back to what he looked like before the Mavs traded for him because those injuries, what is he had now two knee surgeries on both knees. I think he's had a foot problem and once those add up on big guys. Right. And so, yeah, you know uh, what they need, what they need to do. I, I'm no NBA uh, coach or anything, but I think that they just need to not play him at center anymore and just let him like be a stretch four. you know? Cause like that's, that is what they have to do, yeah. Yeah, that he's just not like physical enough to be, you know, a, a rim protector, guard, you know, good, good big man. So yeah, I just, I just make him a perimeter player who's seven feet tall, honestly. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that that's really all you can do. He's not that good at defense, yeah. and he's, I don't think that he likes playing in the post that much. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, you're you're spot on. Um, Luca is, if they didn't have Luca this team would probably be 0-20 or something like it, right? Like, Luca is amazing. And you look at his stat lines every night. 
Um, I, let's see. Yesterday, yesterday he had a bad game. He was 29, eight and seven, right? That's a bad Luca game. So um, we're looking at a guy that if he, he's shooting bad from three, shooting 29%, if he ups that to 35, 36%, um, you're looking at a guy that's going to be putting up, you know, 35 points a game. And with those assists and rebound numbers, you know, I think he's the best asset in basketball. And I think he's going to be a multiple time MVP. But if this team is what, it, if this team doesn't get a lot better pretty quickly, I don't think he's going to be able to win it. He's fourth on my, on my uh, MVP uh, structure right now, fourth or fifth, right? I put KD probably above him actually, but I, I this is also yeah. talking about the future and what we think happens. Steve Luca. Yeah, no, he, this team has not been playing really well. And the, the reason why, like you normally say with MVP, is like you got you to gotta kind of make the playoffs and uh, do really good. And right now they're not they're not playing that well. So I like teams to finish above. So that's why I like Jokic and Embiid a little better. For- Outside of Westbrook's MVP win, I think every single MVP, and I could be wrong here, but I'm, I'm pretty sure every single modern-day MVP has been a top three seed in their conference. Outside yeah. of Westbrook, the, the year he won it. So – yeah, I mean, if you're looking at if the Mavs, you know what else? What you know what else happened every every time somebody wins MVP, their team either wins the finals or they get eliminated earlier than they should have. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I think that that's kind of like me saying it's either the Nets are going to win the championship. That's or what I I was yes, that was an <laughs> obvious joke, you idiot. That was an obvious reference of that. Well, I hate your guts. Okay, the the final one here. Hey, you said you wanted hot takes. Yeah, that's a good hot take. Uh, the final one here is LeBron. And LeBron has been playing LeBron basketball, right? It's just been a normal season for him, which is an MVP caliber season. Yes. Except LeBron now he's added that basketball. he's actually he's actually an elite three-point shooter. He's shooting 40% from three and taking a lot of them, True. which um, – I, I do I do this all the time, but I basically say like the two best athletes that I the two best like sport sports people that I think are LeBron and Brady. And these people are reinventing themselves and adding uh, quirks to their game and just becoming like there's no reason LeBron should be this good at shooting threes now, right? He's literally if you look up his three point shooting in the past or this season, right? But if you look at the past like six games there's there's some games where four and 11 against the celtics that was a bad one but four of eight against the pistons two of five against the sixers seven for 11 against the Cavs, six for 10 against the bucks it's just insane he's like added this he's now he's shooting the best that he shot in his entire career and it's his 18th year in the league it makes no sense his his game is just gonna he's gonna reinvent himself as he gets older you know like in an attempt to uh, as you know, his like physical um, prowess like declines. You know, that's, he's, he's always been able to bully people. You know, just physically. But now he's he's still gonna be good because he's gonna turn into this guy that is a freaking sharpshooter. Like, yeah, he, just because that's he's just uh, he's good at everything he does. He'll be he'll be a facilitator and a sharpshooter when he's a couple years from now when he's so he down. just turned thirty six and yeah. He's still, I think, clearly, clearly the best player in the league. And I mean that on like a lot of levels. So statistically, we have we have people like Luca who are who are gonna outstat him. But if you put LeBron on the Mavs this season, I feel like they're not eight and twelve, for example. I think that he just plays 
he plays back. It's different how LeBron gets his stats versus other player, other players that have similar stats. It's like his numbers are just, and that doesn't really make sense. I understand that. Right. Because they're all the same, but it's like, not all stats are the same. They're just not like, we see this in football. We see this in Bradley Beal. We're going to talk about him in a sec. Bradley Beal is averaging 36 points a game and they're four and 12. He's just, he's just putting up numbers, right? It's not their point. They're, they're just uh, good for stats. But if you're actually watching the game, you see a guy jacking up a lot of shots, probably some that he shouldn't be taking so he can get his numbers, right? It's like, we saw Rudy Gay did this a lot, you know? OJ Mayo. He's probably pissed that he, he didn't get snubbed for uh, what all NBA. Yeah. Yeah, he did. But, I'm just I'm just using that as an example. Yeah. Um, not all stats are equal. It's like you you watch the games and you see what players do in, in crunch time or or what they do when they're getting blown out, right? If you're blown out and the team's the team you're playing isn't playing much defense and giving you the open shots because the game's over, uh, and you can still accumulate stats. I'm just saying what I see from LeBron is just um it's it's amazing. I cannot believe that he is now like a top, he's been a top five, seven, three point shooter this season. I mean, yeah. really, really, it makes no sense. It's one of the, it's one of the most incredible feats of the year uh, of the sports year. And uh, I, I feel like that there, we're going to talk about this in a sec, but uh, about, about who we, who we're looking at at the title and stuff. Can anybody contend with the Lakers? Um, he's going to probably win his fifth ring this year. And then next year, I don't see any team. And this is a long ways off and a lot of things happen in the NBA, right? If you t- told me at the end of the championship that, Harden would be on the nets I would have said you're you're crazy but you look at the league and how it's constructed right now I don't see any team really being better than the Lakers in the next two years unless something monumental happens or a big injury like Davis getting hurt right so we're looking at if he gets to six rings is he the best athlete of all time like feel like feel like the case is there the case is already there but I mean um is it then is it then really close to undisputed territory that's the question you have to ask, especially if he has an MVP this year. And I think, um, I think if all things are equal between these four, the voters are going to give it to LeBron. Would we, would we agree on that? I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Cause I feel like it's like, it, it's, it's due. You're due for a LeBron MVP season. You know, I feel like they, they don't want to give it to the same guy. Uh, you, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like it's been a while since he's won his last MVP. So if he has the kind of year and the Lakers are, you know, continue playing how they are, then it's like, okay. It, he should have won it last year. I understand why they gave it to Giannis because Giannis did have an amazing statistical year. They had the one see the best record, but um, LeBron was better last year. And I mean, he's been snubbed a few years. The Derrick Rose year was a pretty big snub for LeBron. Honestly, you look at, you look, or you can look at any of the MVPs who have won it. And LeBron's he's top three. He's literally, I think top three every single year in voting, which is another insane statistic for him but yeah I, I agree i agree with you benny it's like it is time if he if unless somebody has a year unless i can be averages like 30 and 15 and stays healthy if everything is considered the what we have right now the mvp right now is uh i guess you said it steve the the favorite lebron so i think he'll win it too what do you have to say about lebron steve sorry we're not i'm not including you too much my bad i see you're playing video no. games. I mean, are you even focused no, on the podcast you like you like backseat quarterbacks or what Look at Benny. He's not even facing the screen. <laughs> Benny's watching. Benny's watching uh, game tape. Benny's watching game. Yeah, game I'm watching tape. Are you kidding me? Yeah, basketball is the favorite sport. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the way they dribble up and down the court. That's a good song. Yeah, no, the uh, no, I like LeBron a lot. I I didn't think he deserved it last year, but uh, I think he's gonna have a good chance this year. He's been playing out of his mind, and I like how Benny was saying he was changing up his game a lot. I mean, LeBron's my 
my favorite player of all time. So I would love to see him win another another one. So let's give him another MVP. Let's destroy Jordan's reputation. Just keep adding more and more on it. He's shooting. I just want to. I want to reiterate this. He's shooting the most threes he's ever shot in his career. Uh, three temp, three point attempts per game, and he's shooting his best percentage. It doesn't make sense. This doesn't. I like. He was never a great three point shooter, but now he's uh, <laughs> he's making like three a game, which is, you know, it 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 really is incredible. I can't. I can't. I don't understand it. How does this happen? I'm looking at his basketball reference page right now, and like his numbers are incredible. <laughs> yeah, Honestly. it's just it's second, second only to uh, my stats in church basketball, uh, Church of Latter Day Saints. You're one of the worst basketball players <laughs> I've ever seen, Benny. No offense. Uh, yeah, right. Hey, you play like Michael Olawakandi. What? <laughs> you can't shoot. You have no range. You literally just play the post and like bully people. You're like, you're like a very bad Shaq. Like I'm saying like the worst Shaq imaginable because all of your <laughs> friends are smaller than you because you're, you're morbidly obese and like six. Yeah, I two. dominate. I dominate. Yeah. I'm kind of like Jokic. I'm kind of like Jokic, honestly. You have no range. Ah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Your range is like the block, the the like uh, the 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 download block where you. I have a I have a nice mid range game. I do have a nice <laughs> mid range game. I will pull up I'll pull up at all times. You're an advanced yeah. analytic disaster. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I'm probably honestly an honest comp in church basketball. I'm probably like Michael Kidd Gilchrist, honestly. Jesus, you're not doing <laughs> yourself any favors comparing yourself to him. <laughs> yeah, a good a good version. No, so like so probably like. I don't know. A little bit more athletic, Draymond Green. Okay. Now, 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 now you're getting wild again. Um, Draymond, that's my comp. Uh, he can at least shoot a little bit. Okay. So my that's our shot looks nice. I'm a I'm a young Kevin Martin. That's not bad. Kmart. Uh, can you believe that he was a centerpiece of the trade for Harden? Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah. And oh uh, when, when when OKC traded him, that's horrible. What was he, he played one year on the Thunder, averaged fourteen points a game, not bad. He averaged twenty three. He he was good for a few years. He averaged almost twenty five with the Kings one year. Yeah. Wow. Oh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Josh Smith. Right. He used to play for the Hawks. Oh my God! Yeah, you can give yourself the Josh Smith. Yep. That that's my comp. You know he's still playing. Where, China? Um, China. Let's see. No, China. he's not playing. Sorry, he's not playing. I thought he was. He played from 2004 to 2017. He did play in China for one year. The the Sichuan Blue Whales, and again, awesome logo. Favorite team. Awesome logo. Um. Okay, we're gonna do one more break, and then we're gonna talk about. Um. We're gonna do some topics outside of the MVP discussion. One more break. This one might be sponsored by a certain uh, beer brand. How about that? I'm sure a lot of listeners would like to go to the Rockies, to Aspen, Colorado, to Denver, to Boulder, to Colorado Springs, to any, any place where the Rocky Mountains go through. I know it's more stations than Colorado, but I can't name them off the top of the dome. Listen, if you don't want to make the travel out there, if you live in New York, if you live in Washington, if you don't live around Colorado, around the Rocky Mountains, I can understand why you wouldn't want to go there. 
Uh, personally, I don't travel that much, and when I travel, it's really not for the sights. It's for uh, it's for pleasure, or for business, not for not for uh, sightseeing. Okay, some people would say pleasure sightseeing. I don't say that. I think. Uh, Let's just say I differ on the issues here, but uh, if you want a taste of the Rockies, if you want a taste of the Rocky Mountains, okay, not just the Rockies, the Rocky Mountains, you're going to buy one of them, uh, 16 ounces, Coors Light, 16 ounces, uh, the Silver Bullets, in fact. Great beer, goes down easy, tastes like you're in Denver, Colorado, in the mountain range. Not in the city, in the mountain range, you're a mountain man, you're a, you're a mountaineer for, for that. So, okay, we're going back to the podcast, drink Coors Light. And we are back. And what are we talking, Benny? The Brad. Bradley Beal trade. No, we're, we're talking, talking basketball. Talking, yeah, we're supposed to sing it, but it's okay. Yeah, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk Brad Beal. I think that should be what he goes by, Brad Beal. You know, it's it's direct, yeah. right to the point. Bradley, it's a cool name. Um, but if you're Brad Beal, you know, Brad Pitt for be one rad. syllable, one one syllable each name. Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, Bradley Beal, Brad Beal. Sorry, Brad Beal. Uh, screwed it up. So. It seems like he's going to be traded. I want to put this caveat in here that the Wizards are 4-12. and 12. They've played a lot less games than other teams because um, COVID stuff. But they're 4-12, and 12, and they're only three and a half games back from the playing seed of the 10th seed. So uh, t- I don't. I, I like the playing tournament. I wish it wasn't conference-based. It should be, you know, if they're going to do it, the 8-9, the, the 7-8-9-10 seed in each conference instead of being by conference, just have the, you know, the nine and 10 seed with the, the best records of so the next four best records, because I do not think the wizards deserve to be in the playing game. If they make it right. Do you, do you guys agree? I don't think that they, yeah. they learned it. If they, if they have a, they're four and 12 and three and a half games back from it. So funny enough, they have a chance to make the playoffs still. So they're not out, but it looks like Beal's done there. We see him every single game, uh, you know, pretty much ha- having his head hung, uh, being, you know, talking about how upset he is that they're not winning. It's acceptable because he's been he's been balling out. And I'm going to bring up uh, Beal's stat line real quick before we talk about possible destinations. I should have had this up already. Um, okay. He is averaging a cool 34 and a, 30, 34.7, almost 35 points per game, shooting 47% from the field, um, 30, 34% from three, so a little um, – a little worse there, but be, those numbers are insane. He's going to lead the league in scoring, right? 35 points a game. Yeah. He's 27. He's been balling out now. The la- I'd say he's been an all-star twice. He didn't make the all-star year- game last year, but he's been an all-star twice. Um, and in the last three years, he's put up 26 points, 30, 30 points, and then 35 points this year. So he's a he's a uh, top-tier scorer, right? There's no, no arguing about that. Um, do you think he makes the all-star game this year if he stays in the East? If his team sucks that bad, he makes it so, right? Averaging 35 points a game? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just making sure. What? I don't think you should be an all-star if you're on a terrible team. That's my personal opinion. That's not... Never... What? Yeah, I mean, if you're 4-12, and 12, there's, there's, you know, I think that... that is... Did you just ask if you would make the all-star team? He didn't make the all-star team last year, Benny. Leading the league 31. in scoring? He averaged 31 last year. He didn't make the all-star team. So... Well, yeah, that was bullshit. <laughs> No, he thought he was snubbed, but the team didn't win games. That listen, it's okay. We That's can. That's not we, what the All Star Game is. That's not what the All Star Game is. It's not. It's for fans and fun. Yeah, but if you're an All Star, you should be on a team that's winning. Personal opinion. Personal opinion. Okay. Personal opinion. Not not a big deal. He's gonna make it, maybe, probably. Um, if he does, if he doesn't, I'd be pissed. 
Got to get closer to your mic, Benny. If he doesn't, I would be furious for him. That would make you irate. What would you do? Irate. Uh, I would probably stop watching basketball. You boycott. Yeah. Boycott for Brad. I wouldn't. I w- basketball would not be my favorite sport, and I wouldn't like the way they dribble up and down the court. You'd boycott you for like Brad. I, okay. I either. Yeah, okay. I'd boycott on Brad Beal's behalf. Okay. Acceptable. Boycott um, on Brad Beal's behalf. Say so, that 10 well, times fast. I, I can't. So what, what we're going to do here is I'm going to give you pot, you two, both of you. It's a little game we're going to play here. I'm going to give you um, teams and the trade I'm offering for Bradley Beal. You accepting it or not. Okay. Okay. We, we, little little trade trade finder, my, my GM. <laughs> yep. Okay. Okay, here we go. So I'm, I'm Daryl Morey. I'm calling you. Okay. Hey, how's it going, Daryl? What, what's hey. my name? Who, what, what's the Wizards? Uh, let's let's role play this. What's the Wizards GM's name? Jesus. Um, let's see here. Tommy Shepard. Tommy. Okay. Tommy. Okay. Okay. Daryl. I'm, Tom, I'm Tommy. You're Daryl. Let's go. Tommy. Hey, Daryl. How's it going? It's going well. I uh, I know you've seen that I've been in the market. Uh, you know, trying to make some trades. I was I was in the market for for uh, James Harden. We didn't yeah. get him. Just missed um, out on him, huh? Let me let me give you my trade, okay? Okay, yep. Tommy. Okay, wait. Uh, okay, okay. You got an you got an offer for me? Yep, Ben Simmons, straight up. Cool. Ben Simmons for uh, Brad Beal, straight up. Is it yep. that's okay? Uh, well, see, I already have some uh, offers on the table. Um, that I'm okay. Then it's not gonna happen. <laughs> that's that, that, <laughs> the, the deal ends there. Uh, nope. <laughs> I, I, I'll call you back. I'll call you back. I got. I got. I like that's that my, offer. It's my I like that offer. Alone. Yeah, yeah, I like that offer, but I'll, I appreciate uh, the conversation, Daryl. I'll uh, get back to you. I, I, somebody's calling me right now. Who, he, hello? Who is this? Who is this? <laughs> well, one sec, real quick. Um, <laughs> who says no there? Is it the, do the Sixers do that trade? Do the Sixers, Sixers move Simmons? Because the argument that I would say is that. I would actually 100% take that if I'm the Wizards. <laughs> Oh, okay. Thanks, Tommy. Um, We're off the phone. We're off the phone. I just... I think um, the Wizards would take that. I don't know if the Sixers do that um, because we we did talk about this, about how, like, Ben Simmons is pretty bad in the the, uh, final four minutes of games when you don't get as many transition baskets. But he is so good at defense and it's one of the best defensive players in the whole league he is the best non-big man defender i think and i i mean he you're looking at this right now elite okay you have Embiid, who is him and jokic are the two best big men in in, in offense and i'd say Embiid's probably a top three guy defense too um maybe not that high but then you have a pretty talented roster around of shooters and then you have Ben Simmons, who can defend anybody. And you're looking at the pathway to the championship. It's likely through the the. It's probably through. I mean, like here's an example of the teams. It's going to be through the Celtics, the Nets, and the Bucks. Ben Simmons is, you know, and then then the Lakers, right? And now Ben Simmons isn't a LeBron stopper. There is no such thing as a LeBron stopper or a KD stopper. But you're putting the best possible person on that person all game, and you know, making other other people beat you is what the goal is. So I don't know if Ben Simmons is touchable right now. This Sixers team looks great, right? Would you, would you two agree? Yeah, I wouldn't want to mess. Yes. I want to mess this up. Look, look at the Nets. They're like, ah, what if that happens? <laughs> yeah, now they can't play defense. So um, yeah. I, I think I think Ben Simmons, 
there is problems there, but as long as Embiid is healthy and he's playing the way he is, Ben Simmons can really take the Robin of the duo and really focus on his defense and being a playmaker. And he's not great in half court. He never, I don't think he ever will be. He is who he is, but what he gives you outside of that as being such a, a such an amazing defensive player, a really good passer um, in the half or in transition, he's amazing. And it's yeah. like, it, I think those things outweigh it. Bradley Beal would be a great addition, but you'd be losing a lot of defense. And I think it would be the same situation of what the, uh, what the Nets did with the Harden trade. Although, um, again, like what the goal is now is to just outscore. They think defense doesn't matter, but defense still wins in the NBA. We see this every year. The Lakers had the best defensive rating last year and they had the best, they had like the second best offensive. But you look at these teams, we, we, we we're not going to talk about the Lakers that we were, but it's like the Lakers are probably going to win the finals again. So it's really what team can go up against them. They're, I think they're the only team top five in both offense and defense efficiency. It's a, uh, it's gonna be hard to beat him, but I think that Ben Simmons gives you the best chance with the Sixers to to win the East and win the win the finals potentially. So, okay. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I think Maury uh, really values Simmons, obviously, um, and I think that uh, Tobias Harris uh, playing well with uh, Doc Rivers again. I think that takes a lot of pressure off of Ben Simmons um, as you know as a scorer. So, yeah, agreed. They're hot. And I think they're going to make moves to get like a JJ Redick and, and some other people in there. Yeah. Yeah. More, more role players instead of, uh, you know, below like doing an experiment that you don't know how is going to mesh. Right. Exactly. Okay. Next up, James Jones is on the phone for you, Tommy. Ah, James Jones. Son, son's general manager. Okay. James, former LeBron teammate. Yes. I know. I know a thing or two about LeBron, Tommy. Happy he's yep. out of the conference, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's in mine now. Well, mine I don't – I mean, if you've seen how we've been playing lately, I don't – we wouldn't – we aren't too worried about wherever LeBron's at. <laughs> oh, okay. Listen, Tommy, here's my offer for you. Devin okay. Booker straight up. Uh, yes. Send it over. <laughs> okay. I, this, is, this, is a, this is an enticing one. Devin Booker this year. Um, Why would the Suns do that? Well, Devin Booker has been. I don't think less... Bradley Bill makes them any better. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. Here's here. <laughs> you you go across the chart. Bradley Beal has been a lot better this season than Devin. I'm Booker. saying yes to both of those offers already. Both of them. Okay. That one I'm saying no to. No, no. You're you're saying no to both of them, or you're saying yes to both of them. Yes, first. No to the second. If if I'm if I'm the Wizards, I would say okay. yes to the first one. So Devin Booker this year is averaging 23 points a year. Um, I think we all, I, I didn't bet this, but I How think it's Devin Booker right now. 23. He's 24, 24. Yeah. Nope. Old dirt trader. Beal is 27. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you're looking at a Suns team that has been out, hasn't made the playoffs in what since Steve Nash was a uh, point guard there. Yeah. Doesn't seem like that long ago, but it was, it's probably like 10, 15, 10, 12 years. Um, so what you're getting with Devin Booker Booker's averaging 23 points per game. He was before the season 18 to one to lead the league in scoring. I didn't bet that. I didn't bet any of these futures, but nice. that was one that I was actually going to be on if I did bet futures because you have Chris Paul now who will find you. But um, he's shooting worse than he was last season across the board. And you have Devin Booker. It is basically a swap for for the same type of player, but Devin Booker, but uh, Bradley Beal, sorry, is uh, 
is shooting a lot better and he's scoring more. And I feel like, you know, that I think they're almost almost the same type of player. I just think that uh, yeah, but Beagle it, is a, a bit of an upgrade. You're looking at more age, yes, but I think, but you're also looking at a shorter contract, and you're trying to make the playoffs and you want to win a playoff series. You're not looking for a, you're probably not going to compete for a championship, right? Yeah. Probably so not. in my mind, it's it's kind of pointless if I'm the Suns. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think Bradley Bill adds any extra wins. Okay. Okay. In my eyes, I think it's so early in the season. Devin Booker's a young guy. Maybe he wasn't coming off the, the off season the same, and maybe yeah, he just needs a little Suns... bit of time to warm up. And Bradley Bill's jacking up all the shots on that team, so it's like, I don't know. It's... The Suns don't need to do that. They they have a young core. You know, they got Aiton, um, Chris Booker. Paul, <laughs> Chris Paul. Yeah, he's he's the grandpa of the bunch. But I mean, besides that, they got a young core in. in I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't sacrifice that for, um, you know. Okay, so Suns say now a little bit more scoring for yeah yeah, yeah. yeah for even Bill. even like top end. I think Bradley Bill would maybe if he was scoring at the same pace. That's only going to give him like one or two more wins. I don't think that's worth it. Yeah. Okay. At best, that's what it'd be worth. Okay. Now we have Cliff. Uh, what is his name? Is it Cliff Booth? Yeah, Brad? Cliff Booth of Nuggets. Cliff yeah. Booth. That's the hey. name. Of, uh, that's the name of Brad Pitt's character in uh, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He he played in the NBA too, I believe. I forget what team he played for. Okay. Brad Pitt. No, not Brad Pitt. A little <laughs> short. Brad Beal. Hey, uh, so Ocean's fourteen. <laughs> we got to join an NBA team. <laughs> okay, here we go. You ready okay. for this? Yep. Cliff. Tommy. Yep. How's it going, buddy? I'm gonna give you Gary Harris, Will Barton, Bull Bull, R.J. Hampton, uh, and. Two or three first rounders. You saying yes or no? Two or three first rounders. For okay. Beal, I think there's a few contracts you have to throw in there to make it work out, but basically it's uh it's Beal for Harris, Barton, Bobo, RJ Hampton, and some first rounders. Um yeah, I don't know if I'm ready to do that right now. Um we'll ha- we'll have to wait a couple couple weeks, maybe get closer to the deadline before I think about that deal. Sorry, buddy. So would the only is the only way the Nuggets can get Beal, do you yeah, guys here, here's here's what here's what I need from you. I need you either to include um, Jamal Murray or Michael Porter. Um, okay. In in whatever deal we do, so we got Michael Porter Senior on the coaching staff. Can we send him over instead of his son? <laughs> He's on the payroll uh, somewhere. As long as his son signs with us in two years, can't guarantee you that. We don't have okay. the the UW Missouri type thing that happened in college. Um, so, okay, the Nuggets, yeah, the Nuggets case is this. I feel like to get Beal, you'd have to include MPJ or uh, Murray. And if I'm if I am the Nuggets, if I'm Cliff Booth, I think it's Calvin Booth. It's not Cliff Booth, right? Oh, it's Calvin. Yeah. Okay. I was like, there's sorry. no way that, yeah, you just made me seem like. I was, <laughs> sorry, I remembered his name wrong. Cliff. I didn't look it up like you. I thought you looked it up. I looked it up and I forgot it immediately, but I knew it was C. Booth. <gasps> John Wilkes Booth. Um, um, Benny, you only doing this deal. The, My name's the, Tommy. The, Tommy, you're only yeah, doing this deal. Role playing. Uh, if either, <laughs> yeah, don't break character. If either Murray or uh, or MPJ's in it. Yeah, yeah, I got to get one of those guys in there. See, I agree with that. And if I was the Nuggets, I would be very quick to say, okay, uh, uh, Jamal Murray, you're gone. 
Now, yeah, the money works for Jamal Murray for Bradley Bill straight up. They'd have to add picks in there, I feel like, definitely. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's showing that picks aren't as important. Like you do, you know, do the 2021 first rounder, the 2023 first rounder, and a 2022 pick swap. Do you say yes to that, Benny? If the deal is just like that, Murray for Beal straight up with three first or two first rounders and a pick swap. Um, I think I might I might do that. Yeah. Um, I I did it in the trade machine and it said uh, Nuggets would be like plus fourteen extra wins if they added <laughs> Beal over, over Murray. Murray. Yeah, because wow. yeah, Murray straight across. Yeah. Um, I think the Nuggets. My per my personal view is the Nuggets have to be the ones that go all in. If, if they want, because I do yeah. think that they, I, I don't think they beat the Lakers, yeah. but I do think they're the team, the best matches up against them. I mean, they did make the Western conference finals this, this last year, right? They beat the Clippers. Yeah. And so you, you also had Jamal Murray playing like you think Brad Beal can play, right? <laughs> like that, that's really yeah. what you're getting a guy that was really good in the playoffs last year, but is inconsistent in the regular season for a guy that you can be confident will not play inconsistent. And yeah, which is which is crazy too, because I think Murray's actually he like turns it on in the playoffs every year he's been in it. He does really good. So yeah, Murray's a good player. I just think that if you have the chance to get um to get a guy that I think if you're ranking NBA players is probably no lower than 15th, then yeah. you should do that. Because are do we think Jamal Murray ever becomes a top 15 player? Uh I, no, I don't. No, I don't even think he's the best person out of his draft class. Yeah. Which draft class was that? 2016? Definitely not, yeah. right? No. Like I, I don't I don't I can't think of who who was the first pick that year. Ben Simmons. Yeah. I mean, okay, if we're doing that, Ben Simmons, uh Brandon Ingram, Jalen Brown. I think Murray is probably better than Ingram, but it's close. Ingram made an all-star team last year, so um what about yeah. Sabonis? Yeah, I think that's Siakam, this is a pretty good draft. Uh, all these draft classes, but but, but Buddy Heald, yeah, I wasn't gonna say him. <laughs> Chris Dunn, disappointed. Dragon Bender, is he still in the NBA? Nope, Bender's out of the NBA. Wow, is he, is he back, back in Tel Aviv? He's in Israel. That's uh, probably it's probably nicer there. <laughs> he was on the Warriors last year. Wow, that is a honestly, think about this though. Uh, Bender was probably. 18 when he was drafted think about that's not a bad life you, you come over to the nba you know you come to the united states for it's basically like college kind of you come over here he's still younger years. than us he's 23 yeah exactly you come over here for like four or five years you know yeah. play some basketball yeah, and, you and then you're like ah, i'm gonna retire from the nba and i'm gonna go home and play against lesser guys and be like well, the best guy in my, he's, my... he's croatian so i don't think israel is home but <laughs> he's still he's still he's still probably... <laughs> Well, he's closer to home. That's like a that's like a couple hour flight instead of a red eye yeah. <laughs> to, to Croatia. Yeah, no, no. And I think I think Israel is probably nicer than I haven't been to Croatia, but I feel like Israel is probably nicer than Croatia. I wonder. I wonder what those guys think. You know, like uh, those overseas guys. You know, I wonder how big of an adjustment it is to come to the United States and play like play basketball. Well, I'll tell you, this guy. Uh... Benny, go play baseball in Venezuela. Let me know. Well. <laughs> That probably wouldn't be the best opportunity right now. <laughs> All right, go play in Japan. Yeah, yeah go okay, play maybe. Um, okay. Anyway, so so basically, that would actually Murray, be dope. Murray, yeah, that would be Murray for uh, Murray and some picks for Beal is the best thing you have so far. That's actually, I think, reasonable. I, okay. I honestly think Denver. 
has the most they, because their team's really deep with young talent and people who are on good contracts. I think they actually have uh, they they have one of the top chances of actually getting Bradley Bill if anyone actually pulls the trigger and Washington wants to move him. Here's the next one. I'm now Joe Lacob. I do not know who the GM. Hey Joe. Is. I'm the GM for the Warriors. Oh, they're training for another guard. How's it going, Joey Smokes? Hello. Hey, uh, how you doing after how you doing after that bender in Vegas uh, a couple weeks ago? <laughs> yeah, that was some crazy Snapchats you sent me. That listen, I want Brad. Listen, Tommy, I want Bradley Beal. Here's what okay. I'm gonna offer. Okay, you. Hey, well, yeah, okay, go ahead. Straight you, to give business. Me your offer, All right. Give me your offer, give I like your offer. it. We can talk about the hijinks later, Tommy. If we okay. get this straight okay. done. In fact, I'll take you to Vegas next time. Um, right. Here you go. I'm gonna offer you Andrew Wiggins, James Wiseman, the the Timberwolves first round pick next year, and our first round pick in 2023. But we're gonna protect that a little bit. You taking that? Yeah. Immediately? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I would take that. Here's the case. That sounds that sounds pretty sweet, honestly. There's a whole bunch of trades you could do here. You could do clay if you wanted to. I don't think clay would be involved in it. Because um, because uh obviously Wiseman, great talent, great potential. Uh Wiggins is still young. And get, give me give me picks. You know, I, I like that if I'm the rebuilding Wizards. There's and, also so, this potential so one. About your lineup. Think about your lineup. I mean, obviously, it's nothing great, but you have going forward, you have James Wiseman at center. You have Rui uh, and uh, Wiggins for forwards. And now you – I mean, you have Westbrook, but you're not – that's not a long-term – like that's not a long-term uh, yeah he, he he's gone as, yeah <laughs> how about this again. how about this one yeah that, i mean you're looking at rebuilding right so instead yeah, of wiggins exactly. i'm going to give you kelly Ubre, james wiseman and the and- one sec listen here wiggins is on a huge deal he's on a pretty much max max deal he's 25 on a max mm-hmm. deal and we've seen the inconsistency kelly Ubre is 25 and he's a free agent after this season so the money money side of it it helps a lot better. You get Wiseman, you have your pick, and then you have Minnesota's pick. Yeah, but uh, let me be honest with you right now, Joe. Uh, did you see what happened on January 6th in Washington, D.C.? We're not getting a lot of uh, free agents, okay, coming to D.C. We're kind of uh... – you, you think that you think that's affected the market for free agents? <laughs> yeah. The yeah. white supremacist attack on the Capitol is uh, yeah. going to affect people wanting to live in Washington, D.C.? I don't know. Yep, exactly. I think Washington DC is back, baby. We got Joey B. Benny. Oh, oh, Joe. I, I thought you were talking about Joe, Joe Burrow. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, he's not in Washington. Did he move? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Burrow's living in yep. uh, Washington DC in the offseason. Okay. I'm Joe Lake. Joe Burrow and Washington. I'm talking about team. Joe Biden. And then Joey B is also Joe Burrow. So, I mean, there's a lot of Joey B's out there. Um, okay. So, you don't want Kelly Oubre. You don't care about no, the. I don't want Kelly Oubre. Okay, so you'd rather you'd rather. I don't think that I'm signing contract. a big free agent next year. So. Okay, you'll take Wiggins. I think that trade is. Uh, I think that trade gets done. If I if I'm if I'm the. Uh, I think that uh, if you were actually representing Tommy, I think he would prefer the Kelly Oubre one. But. What do I know? Uh, okay. Why? Because they don't want to pay. They want to save money. And they'd rather just draft and stink than. Draft and stink, and have Andrew Wiggins making thirty-five million a year. So yeah, I guess. Uh, finally, stupid. Finally, 
Um, well, I mean, if Wiseman is what we think he's going to be, he's going to be a, a, you know, a franchise guy. I believe so. Um, finally. Yes. It is me. Um, Rick Carlisle. Hey, Rick. I'm not the GM, but I'm You're making the, the call. Okay. Okay. Why? Honestly, Wait, it's where's, me. where's your boss? Mark Cuban. You yeah. want to talk to him? Who's the GM for the Mavericks? Do they even have a GM? They have a GM, but I don't know who it is. You're going over his head right now? It's Mark Cuban. Oh, now, now I'm talking to Mark Cuban. Yeah, I, I got on the phone. Okay, so you and Rick are just hanging out right now? Am I on speaker? Or? No, it's just me. I it transferred to me. Oh, okay. okay. First How's of going, all, Mark? what do you think about is this? Is this Shark Tank? <laughs> Sharks, wait, wait. what I have for you today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Mark, anyways, uh, so what are you calling about, dude? I want to trade. <laughs> the fuck you want? Okay. I want Brad Beal. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to give you Chris Dapps and a lot of picks. How many Ooh. picks do you need? Um. Let me... Let me look at your roster real quick, Mark. Um, Cause I I don't know I don't know if I like what I'm seeing out of Kristaps. I think that uh, he he might be one of those guys that has, has health issues and and never reached his potential. So it scares me a little bit. But uh, who who else do you have that you'd be willing to get rid of that that could give me some value? You want Luca? <laughs> Anybody but Luca is is, okay. is 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 uh is up for is up for offer if need be. Okay. Um, well, I like Josh Richardson. Okay. Do you know if the contracts can match? Can can we get the guy on the track? I know you're the yeah, G. I think you, know, you should memorize these contracts. Uh, Steven, Josh Richardson and Chris Dabbs for Bradley Beal. Does it work? I need picks too. Uh, I don't. I, that should work. Yeah. Let me look real quick. You guys, you guys talk about it. How many mm. picks do you need? Uh, as many as you can give me, honestly. Okay, three. Yeah, give me, give me yeah, four. Sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> four. Okay, but we're gonna protect two of those. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that deal gets done. Yeah, two two unprotected first round picks, two protected first round picks. Uh, Josh Richardson, Chris Stops. Ah, I don't know if I'm ready to shake hands on that one, Mark. It's okay. You got oh, you got somebody else on the line. Oh, Mark, Mark left already. Yeah, it's Pat Riley. Okay, Ooh. what's up, Pat? Uh, listen, what do you got for Brad- me? This is like a speed dating version of like GM trades. I like. It. We want Brad Beal. Okay, here's what we're gonna be willing to give up. We're gonna give okay. you Tyler Hero. Okay. We're gonna give you Duncan Robinson. We're gonna give you our 2025 and 2027 first round picks. So deep there, and if you need, if you need it. You can put in Kendrick Nunn. So yeah. It's Hero okay. Robinson and two far from now first round picks, 2025 and 2027. Here's what I want from you, players wise. I want I want Tyler Hero. I want Precious. And I want Kendrick Nunn. Those are the three three players I want from you. Okay. I don't know if we can give up Precious. You can give up Precious. I'd rather give you. I'd rather give you Duncan. Yeah, I'm not interested in Duncan. He doesn't fit like our Duncan? system. You don't like the dunk, Tim Duncan? He doesn't. He doesn't fit our system right now. What's your system? Um, it is as few uh 
white white guy specialist three point shooters <laughs> as possible is my system. If right you now. can pronounce Precious's last name, we will put Achu- him in- Achua. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but phonetically, that seems how you pronounce it. <laughs> okay, Precious Achua. <laughs> I'm looking this up. If he, if I like, I like Precious, the that the only reason why those trades don't work though is money. It it's a money. Doesn't yeah, work that, that those guys are all on super small. Okay, contracts. here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. Uh, Kendrick Nunn, you you leave Kendrick Nunn out of it and throw throw uh, Goran. Okay. Uh, you can't. To make the money work. No, you can't trade him. Why? He has a one-year bird on his contract. Okay, okay. Iguodala. Iguodala. Does Iguodala make the money work? Iguodala. Let's see if Pretty that... Um, got it right, Benny. Precious is the deal. Yeah, good. I, That's I, not I, even a difficult one. I thought it was. A, I thought he was drafted higher. I, who's the player that I'm thinking of? Oh, you're, you're thinking of uh, on Yeka Kong, Yeah, from yes. USC. You got that yeah. one right too. Good job. Thanks. Wow. Yeah. So you could do. You could do. Iguodala. Okay. And who do you want? Yeah. Okay. Hero? Give me. Give me. Uh, yeah. Give me Iggy Hero. Precious and uh, four picks. Iggy, Hero, Precious, and four picks. Yep. Uh, the money, the money's still off. Okay, looks like Bradley Bills on. <laughs> Bradley, Bradley Bills on. I, I don't think the Heat throw Myers Leonard in there. Throw My- Myers Leonard in there. Throw Miles Leonard in there too. Mm-hmm. I think don't think he'd have. A he has a one year. He has a one year bird too, where he just signed so. Oh shit! What about Avery no? Bradley? I know they can trade Gorn, right? I don't. But see they, they gotta wait like three get, months. No, actually, get, give me Mo Harkless. Give me Mo. Oh, okay, yeah, they have to wait three months. Okay, so Gorn and Myers can both be traded. It just yeah, won't... just not give right me. Now. Okay, give me uh, give me Iggy, I- Iggy, Mo Harkless, uh, Tyler Hero, Precious Achua, and four picks. You start a roster. <laughs> and I'll I'll throw in um, I don't even know who else is on the Wizards. <laughs> Do you have the Zoom thing open right now, Benny? Can you Harkless. pronounce the name I put in the chat? Harkless is uh, he, he, you can't trade him yet either. Can you, you know what? That? Fuck it. We're done. We're done. I'm done with you guys. Okay. Yeah. Get rid of the heat off the table. You call me. You call me you about call trade. Me. You call no me about trade. trade, and you can't trade anybody. That's some bullshit. <laughs> call me in three months. That. I'm in three months pussy if I oh, still yeah, have them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Thanks, Tommy. It's Pat. Remember, you're disrespecting the Godfather. Um, <laughs> what is his name? Can you pronounce that? That guy was drafted. He's on the. He's on the Thunder. He was drafted 15th okay. overall or something. Okay. 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 Don't, don't say anything. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sound this out. Okay. You guys can hear Brady. I'm gonna yeah. say. I'm gonna say Alexi Pokashevsky. Okay. That you gave it an Italian twist. Let yeah. me look at. No, my- it's not. Let me look at that. <laughs> Alexi um, Pokashevsky. Let me guess. I, you might have been right. Let's listen. Alexi Pokashevsky. <laughs> wow! Oh! Wow! Benny oh, is the yo, yo, de facto. Why. Look at my <laughs> look at my last name. That's why. What's yeah. your full name? Do your full name right now. Uh Brennan Gregory Scott Kalani Kapoor and we clever here. Gregory Scott? Yeah, that's my yeah, middle name. When you go to the DMV, that must suck. <laughs> no, my full name is just Brennan Gregory Scott Kaleva here. Uh, hey, he doesn't do the whole the whole. I was like gonna say, how I was many, like, do they many, hand you how many letters? Do they hand Alexi Pokashevsky. <laughs> how many le- letters are in your full last name? Uh, 
I don't know. I'd have to count. And follow up question: Would they have to hand you two ID cards so you can like put them side by side so you can get your whole last name? <laughs> no, Benny, you should have had your full last name on the jersey, <laughs> like Jared Saltalamaki or whatever. Yeah, of the yeah. go go all the way down your back. That would have been bad. No, yeah. no numbers. It just says <laughs> the arches. I can't believe you got that right. Honestly, I'm about to Venmo you for that one. Yeah, you better. You owe me. That was phenomenal. You owe me. I thought that was a stumper. Um. Okay, so what did, trade did, are we you just, did you just look up the hardest to pronounce names in the NBA? No, no, I just looked up this year's draft. Uh, okay. And I was like, uh, I was just looking at who, which like uh, Eastern European is, <laughs> those are the hardest names I feel like. Yeah. Let's see. Um, yeah, there's no one really actually that hard compared to that. Um, the guy, uh, Yudoka Azubuke. That's not that oh, hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that just sounds out. Ooh, I got one right here. This guy okay. was drafted in the second round. The first name is easy. It's the last name that's going to okay. stump. Send it um, over. Send it over. I can't. I don't know how to pronounce it at all. His first name is Vit. So, uh, oh, fuck. he's from okay. the Czech Republic. The last name is spelled K R E J C with an accent on top of it and then I with an accent on top of it. Okay. Uh, how do you think it's pronounced? Uh, okay. This is going to be my guess. Okay. Ah, fuck. This is tough. This is tough. Um, okay. I'm trying, I'm trying, it's tough. I'm trying to like, even like pronounce it. Okay. Vit crazy. Okay. Crazy. It's close. That was a hard one. Craig You're G. telling me there's not a long pause before you do the last little syllables in the name. <laughs> <laughs> that was close, Benny. Honestly, you're better at this than I am. I, I you know, how I'd pronounce this? Kregisi. Kregisi. The first guy, Alexi Pokozhevsky, I'd have been a, I would have said Alexi, but it would have been a Pokusevsky. Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. Okay. Anyways, what trade are we taking for Beal? I guess I the heater off the nuggets. table. I'll take nuggets Ben Simmons. Trade. The Sixers say no there. Okay. Um, I'll take I'll Nuggets take... or Warriors. I think give the two best offers. Yeah, you know I actually what? like the Warriors one. I actually like the Warriors pick too. Wiseman and then first rounder, and then depending on what they want, if they want Wiggins for four years, yeah. or if they want Ubre, and then to not have as much money on the cap next year. I think me... that's the best. Yeah, I'd say give me Wiggins, Wiseman, and two first-round picks. Wiggins, Wiseman, two first-round picks. Yep. Okay, yeah. I think that gets done if they want it. So, yep. um, okay, that wraps it up. We are going to be back on Thursday morning when it comes out uh, with our Super Bowl predictions. Our best prop bet. Sorry, I'm hiccuping because I just – I don't know. The beer went down the wrong, the wrong pipe or whatever. I think I'm dying right now, but I'm drinking Gore's Light. I'm not dying. I'm actually thriving. Here we go. Slowly dying. We all are. <laughs> we all are. Uh, we're going to be back <laughs> on, with a new episode. All things Super Bowl. Um, Super Bowl preview extravaganza. We're going to talk about which 
who's do you bet the Bucks or do you bet Tom Brady to win the MVP? If you're going to bet the Bucks, do you bet um, which quarterback to have more yards? What's the case for this? Uh, running back yards, Travis Kelsey yards. Um, which team gets the edge, the best uh, positional group against the other quarterback? Uh, Bucks defensive line, Chiefs defensive line, Chiefs secondary, etc. It's going to be a lot of action packed. Um, boys, clear up your schedule. This is going to be a long one. It's going to be a long one. What's the over under for Brujahas set at? On Sunday for me? Yes. Game starts at 3.30. That's usually before. I usually don't start drinking until around. I'm not saying brewskis. I'm saying brouhaha. Brouhaha. Fights? Yeah. Oh, I, I'm not going to get in any fights. Like, I'm going to. In the Super Bowl, dumbass? Come on. Oh, you mean like actual. Oh, okay. We know you're not fighting. Fight. Yeah, you're never <laughs> fighting anybody. Um, in the Super probably two. Until Benny kicks your ass. Probably two. <laughs> Benny would be curb stomped. I'd say fight. I'd say one and a half would be the the line. So All right. Chris and Jones, look forward to our live episode on Sunday. Chris Jones and Brady talk a lot of shit to each other, and I feel like if Chris Jones does gets a sack or something, he does that. Uh, J- Jansen, the sent the 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 center for the Bucks, who gets in a lot of fights all the time, will probably get in a fight. So, um, does it boil over from there? Maybe. Oh, also, last point. A prop that. Last point here is um, I'm gonna, I was going to talk about this in the intro, but if people are still listening, maybe I'll talk about it in the intro and then here. This is the last point. So uh, either it's talked about on the intro or you're, you're to this point, and if you hear talked about on the intro, it's talked about here. Um, Chad Wheeler, the the offensive uh, guard, offensive tackle, the backup, the, the terrible player, um, he's out of the league for good reason, right? He's not going to ever play down in the NFL again. For beating the shit out of his girlfriend and you know attempted to kill her attempting to kill her my gosh yeah terrible it's awful um you see an immediate backlash from every single person in in football media on twitter everywhere everybody on espn on nfl network but here's the thing that's good that's good we he should not be allowed to play again but you have people that are going to be playing this sunday most notably frank clark and tyreek hill who have done, uh, at least in Hill's in Hill's aspect, just as bad, if not worse, things to his fiance and his kid, and he will be lionized this week, co- going into Super Bowl Sunday. He will not be asked about this about his past at all, and if he is, he will say we've moved on past that. I've done my, I've, I've, you know, I've, ch- I'm a changed person. But realistically, the NFL needs to have a, um. Zero tolerance. Zero tolerance rule. And, you know, Tyreek Hill, who uh, there's no, there's no, uh, I'm not hiding it. I don't like him. I think he's a terrible person. He's an amazing player, but he's an awful person. Um, you're going to see everybody that gets paid to talk NFL football by, by the NFL or one of its affiliates gloss over what Tyreek Hill has done. And if he has a big game in the Super Bowl, that will be a talking point on Twitter. It'll be a talking point by, you know, some some left-leaning um, uh, papers and stuff. But it won't be what this talked about a lot. And it needs to be more out there. Tyree Kill should not be playing in this game. And Pro- Frank Clark probably shouldn't be playing in this game. But they are. And they're two very impactful players. And what's happened with Chad Wheeler is what should happen to anybody that gets in a situation like this. And uh, instead... Because Chad Wheeler sucked at football, he won't ever get another chance in the NFL. But because, but you see this time and time again, Greg Hardy got another chance in the NFL. 
Greg Hardy, who threw his girlfriend on top of a pile of guns and beat the shit out of her, got to play in the NFL again because he was good at chasing after a quarterback. But now Chad Wheeler, who did a terrible thing, he stinks. He's never going to get another chance, right? But they've they've yeah. shown time and time again that owners and GMs and teams on some, some teams, not not every team, there are teams out there that actually have a zero tolerance uh, philosophy on their roster. Um, but some teams out there value talent and ability over you know, a moral compass. And so I just want to say this, like Chad Wheeler, piece of shit. He's going to get, he's going to probably get convicted of, of first degree assault, attempted murder, something like that. He's not going to, he's not going to walk free here and he'll never play in the NFL again. And his professional life is ruined. Meanwhile, you have the second best wide receiver in the NFL, who's about to get praised all week for how good he is and how good he played against the Bucks the last time they played, and how elusive and untackleable and coverable he is. Uh, just signing a three-year, fifty-three million dollar deal and playing in this game, and I just think there's clear double standards here, and it needs to be a, a policy across the board. And uh, they're never adopted because, again, it's a business, and you want the greatest players playing on your team, giving you more money. The fans clearly don't care, and if they do, then it's clearly a small minority of them that do because the Chiefs are you know, one of the most popular teams in the NFL with one of the most uh, iconic quarterbacks. So, yeah, I just think that what happened this in the last few weeks, it's good that it's been brought up and talked about and people are, are saying this stuff. But they're also those same people cannot go on the record and on these shows and then praise Tyreek Hill and like not bring up his past, in my opinion. So just wanted to say that. Um, I know you both agree with this to, to, to a pretty, pretty massive extent. So um, no, no need to really discuss further. Uh, what Wheeler did is terrible and uh, he's rightfully being punished and his career is over. I just wish it was the same standard held to star players when they do stuff like this and we don't see it, and uh, you know the worst thing for the NFL will be if Tyreek Hill has another the same game he had against the Bucks in Week 13, because then they might have to deal with uh, the ramifications of his past, which is not pretty. You let you read that you you can hear the phone call, you can see that he pled guilty for for punching his pregnant uh, girlfriend at the time. I think in the stomach, I think he, like, I think he did. I, I don't want to. I don't know. I don't know the details of the case fully. I know he pled guilty, and then. Um, he, he said like his kids should be scared of him. So, I mean, there's some bad stuff there and uh, it's out there. So, okay. Enough of that on a brighter. Honest, I didn't even see much about that Chad Wheeler story. I think I saw a uh, Adam Schefter tweet and I, I overlooked it. That's honestly the first time looking at it. And that is horrible. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, you look at it this way. Um, you're <laughs> like, it's women get like violence against them all the time. But in this situation, this is a guy that's six foot seven or six foot six, 300 plus pounds. Yeah. He's what? Five, six, five, eight, five, seven. And um, it's just like the vulnerability of it all. And it happens constantly, not just in football, but in society. But uh, when these people are getting paid hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars, and they do it. Um, I think that it should be a lifetime ban on the first, uh, especially like, um, when it's so cut and dry, right? There's no doubt that he yeah. did this. He admitted that he did this. He, he tweeted about it. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Let let due process happen. It, but like these are there's clear there's clear um, you know, 
something clearly happened here. Something clearly happened with Tyreek Hill. Something Maniac. clearly happened with, with some of these other guys, with Greg Hardy. And uh, really what it happens is um, NFL teams, some NFL teams value performance over uh, morality. And uh, it sucks. And hopefully, hopefully this, this um, I know society's changed a lot in the past five years. And some people would say not for the better. I would say a lot for the better in terms of how people view stuff. But um, that's up to each to each his own. But um, if we should not allow this to continue to happen, and uh, if somebody's good at the sport, let them back in the profession. It should be a lifetime ban. So yeah, um, we will see. We will be back on Wednesday. Like again, I said, let's end on a little lighter note. We'll be back on Wednesday uh, night. Probably put it out Thursday morning. Um, big Super Bowl preview. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna do everything, and uh, coin flip. Give him, give it to him. Coin flip, heads or tails? What you picking? You betting on that, right, Benny? Oh, you know what? Coin no. Flip, start your bankroll. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose. Tails. I would go with tails. Okay, everybody, bet heads. That is right, literally but, the. Yep. I did this last year with Sterling, and I, I I forget Benny if you were like a captain or not in sports, but like for soccer, I always picked heads, and I like won it. I swear, eighty percent of the time. Really? So. I I was uh, the saying was tails never fails. No, I always do heads. It's going to be heads again this year. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it's going to be. I'm going to save that. I'm going to save my pick for the pod. I just dwell on this. So, um, okay. We're good here. Um, this was a decently long episode, I feel like, but um, it's okay. We talked about Stafford and then basketball. It was going to be all basketball, but the Stafford trade needed to be talked about. There's going to be more trades, more quarterback movement. So excited for that. Well, boys, rest up. We're officially, by the time we speak next week, we will have a Super Bowl champion by the, by the time we speak next Sunday. So um, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you truthfully. Last Super Bowl was the last podcast of last year. This is going to be our next Super or our next episode will be our 90th. Okay. Um, we're close to 100. Um, you know, if the Bucks lose, maybe, maybe uh, Wednesday's episodes are the last episode of this year. I don't know. Who, who knows? <laughs> we'll see what happens. I was very upset. Uh, I'll be very upset or I'll be very happy. I'll, I'll do the podcast regardless. I'm probably going to be uh, either overjoyed where I'm going to be. I'll, very... I'll host if you're crying. And well, here's the yeah. deal, Benny. Me, I'm me, me and Benny, Benny and Steve in an hour. <laughs> I'm either going to be unbearably ignorant if the Bucks win, which is, you know, good or bad, depending on how you look at it. Or I'm going to be an emotional wreck if they lose, which is yeah. good or bad, depending on how you look at it. What would you prefer? I think I think my uh, my uh, stupidly ignorant no. is better. It's more fun. I don't know. I, I think you uh, you deserve to be humbled every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, my bets go good. My hey, one one more thing. Uh, what do you think about uh, this? I know you're gonna say this doesn't matter at all, but Amon Shumpert. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm gonna say. Doesn't matter. What the yeah. <laughs> I know he got signed to the Nets. It's I a- thought you'd say something funny. <laughs> Like they don't need him. I don't know what that is about. Yeah. What's he bring to the table? Maybe, maybe he can play some defense for him. We get minutes. When like, was the last he... time he played in the NBA? I think like I... two years ago. Was yeah. he not on a team last That's year? Crazy. I don't remember him being. I don't on think team. he played last year. I don't think he played last year. He's only thirty. No, he didn't. So yeah. They, they're bringing him in to fill a roster spot. That doesn't seem like he's going to be playing much. I don't know. What, is it? what a career. 
He's actually, yeah. you know, I, if you, that's my dream. And I, it's, it's all, I'm past my dream, right? It's either to be like a third stringer or a backup quarterback that gets active roster checks. And obviously I'm not that the other one would be just a super mediocre NBA player that gets um, that just, you know, plays a 10, 15 year career. You know, you make millions really not having to be like, like Udonis Haslam or something. Well, Haslam's Haslam's different. Haslam's got like a 25 year career basically at this yeah. point. Um, if I'm Shumpert, that's a great life. You make millions of dollars. You're literally not expected to do anything. You're expected to be um, bad. You're like, like fans don't like you that much, but if you do good, you're, you're praised. You're like, wow, I can't believe it happened. And if you're bad, it's like, we knew this was happening. Like, this is obviously what's going to happen. So mm-hmm. what a life, what a career. Yeah. Sing his praises. Congratulations. That can be NBA Iman. Okay. That wraps it up. A lot of Bradley Beal talk. A lot of a lot of good talk. I'm not going to do the the domestic violence at the opening. So if people are still listening, that's where you hear it. If not, yeah, whatever. Tyreek Hill shouldn't be playing in the Super Bowl. That's that's my final point. Okay, peace. See you guys.